The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs. Remember that, Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life except I like them. And that's what counts. <laughs> and hopefully you like them. And if you don't, maybe you can learn to like them. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. We're hoping before this show is over. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use. Many of us will actually take some of this material and make it a part of our Christian journey. Others of us will just sit there and go, uh, that's nice. Uh, that's nice. A uh, humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? We have now uh, 12 days. Is today's the 15th? 12 days to answer that question. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We just don't really care too much. But we want to talk faith, so I want to talk faith with you. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through that process. I got something going on right now that maybe you can relate to. I've got some things going on in life, not too bad, but the people around me are having much tougher times. And it's like, gosh, how do you engage with that where I'm not where they are, but I also don't want them to be where they are. And then how do I process that? What do you do? Here's the bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, perhaps you have a praise report, perhaps you have a prayer request. You got something going on inside you that you just want other people to hear about, or you really want the answer to string theory and physics. Any of that kind of stuff. Well, most of that kind of stuff, we don't want you to let it die of loneliness. We want you to reach out to us. Give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. I just want to say, have you ever had caramel popcorn? You know, like the caramelized popcorn. You know, that's what happens when you talk to Captain Chris. And then you will be... I'm not going to say what's on my mind, but apparently. Uh, also, you can text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Don't call that number. I can't answer that number. But you can text us at 
8483. Uh, additionally, you can email us, david at he must increase.org. David, that's me, at he must increase.org. That's the ministry. So you put those together. David, that really goofy A with a circle on top of it that looks like it's like a weird symbol. David at he must increase dot, that's a period, org. I guess dot is really just a period, right? Okay. Uh, and then also we want to send you towards the website. A couple things to tell you about there. Remember, if you sign up for the ambassador program, relax. We've got to put some things together to give you collaterals to work with. It's okay. It's not a problem. Uh, we have not forgotten. We will not forget. It's just part of the procedure as I got to log everything because it is for the doctorate. The other thing is for you guys, I encourage you to invest in this ministry. If you have an opportunity and you can are in that position, invest with us so that we can advance this ministry and have more people touched, encouraged, strengthened in the Lord. That is our goal. And on top of it, if you've got a praise report or a prayer request, the website's a great place to put that. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> Boing. I'm waiting for this. What was that? What was that? What was that last little sound? Was that something you added? There you go. Just make it right after that. Right. Got it. Okay. See, because he jumps and then he bounces on a trampoline and comes back up. See how that... Oh, yeah. You think that this isn't a first-class operation. <laughs> you got to make that closer, though. It's too far away because it's got to go... You just gotta go and then go boing. It comes right back up. Uh, okay. Uh, many things to cover. I do want to open up with a word of prayer. Uh, I'm going to pray for my daughter, if that's okay with you guys. I need you to join your faith with mine. Uh, Easton is actually doing pretty good. That's not my concern right now. My concern is Jared and Julianne. So between the two of them, in the last 24 hours, they've gotten three hours of sleep. And this is like, they got a lot going on. We just need, I know they're young and they have that capacity to keep bouncing back and so on and so forth. But there is this point where it gets draining. So just join me in prayers. We lift them up before the Lord. Father, we come before you right now. And as you know, I've been praying, Lord, all day and all last night. And I'm asking for everybody else's faith to join with mine in asking you and petitioning you, beseeching you, seeking you, knocking on the door and seeking help from you for them. Now, we're thankful for Easton that he's doing better. But there's some energy levels that are pretty low over there for mom and dad. And we're asking you to give them a reviving in their spirit and in their heart and lift them up and let them feel refreshed by your power and by your presence. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So you don't have to always say amen with me, but you can think amen with me. I think the Lord would also know that as well. If you didn't get a chance to listen to yesterday's show, I'd encourage you to check it out on the podcast. There's some good teaching in there that I think is important for us, which leads us to today. So if it's not as good teaching, then you have something back to fall back on. We are in the Gospel of Matthew. We are in the Sermon on the Mount, and we are at the part that 
You know, when Jesus taught the Sermon on the Mount, wasn't the beginning part so good, right? Blessed is this person. Oh, yeah. Blessed is this person. Fantastic. Blessed is this and blessed is this. And then from there, he goes into, okay, now that we've gotten through that and told you where you're at, we're going to kind of nail down some of these things that you need to be aware of. And then he starts talking about different things like anger and divorce and, 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 and adultery and all of this stuff. And it's like he just keeps going. And you can tell that the sermon is meant to say, look, there is fantastic news, but look, there are some things you guys need to be aware of. Let's get this in the proper perspective. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 38, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. For those that are looking for that, you'd be at Exodus 21, 24 and Leviticus 27, 20. Jesus said this, but I tell you, don't resist an evildoer. On the contrary, if anyone slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other one to him also. So this has created a lot of controversy in the church saying you can never respond to anything. And that's not what it says. Of course not. This is talking about very personalized, retaliatory insults and responses. How do you know that? Because in the culture, when you would slap somebody, that was the ultimate insult. In fact, now, if you slap somebody, it's still an insult. It's not even any different. It's a lot different when you punch somebody than when you slap somebody. Come on. I mean, this has got to be kidding. So what he's saying is, look, you cannot have the same spirit that everybody in society has. And what's the spirit that everybody in society has? You touch me, I'm suing. <laughs> that's, that's the attitude everybody has. You see, insult me, I'm, that's it. I'm coming after you. And the attitude that people have is, just make sure you understand this, it's retaliatory. How do you know it's retaliatory? Because of what the word resist means in the Greek. You know what it means? Ready? You know what it means? Ready? Don't retaliate. That's the exact definition of the word. Don't retaliate. So we know it's about retaliation. It's not a rocket science. This has nothing to do with you protecting your family or defending your children or defending your wife. Zero. And just so you can know, in the beginning of my faith, I thought it did. And then you learn and you study and you begin to understand what the words mean and you figure out, wait a minute, that does not, that's not kind of syncing up with everything else that goes goes on in Scripture. And so what Jesus is saying is you can't do this retaliatory attitude, this retaliatory spirit that everybody has, and if somebody wrongs you or does something, it's not your turn to say, aha, I will leap from the building and rip them into shreds. <laughs> That's just what Jesus is trying to get you not to do. If Jesus retaliated against everybody that crucified him, nobody would be saved. Did you catch that? If he re Listen, you know how the people are like, it was the Romans who did it. No, it was the Jewish people who did it. No, it was this group who was did it. It was all of us that did it because all of the sins of the world were laid upon Jesus. In fact, in Acts, it says that it's everybody. It just says it in four different sentences. And the bottom line is, if Jesus retaliated against us for all the dumb things we've done towards the Lord, we would be vapors. Nobody would be saved. And so if somebody insults you, 
somebody demeans you, and they're, they they got that spirit going on. You know what spirit I'm talking about? Don't be retaliatory. Have the spirit of Jesus, not the spirit of the world. Okay, that's what he's just not even okay. Got it. We'll take our break here. We're at a break, right? Okay, okay. Taking our break here, and then we're coming back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? I cannot wait, though. I have to do this particular sound. We might interrupt uh, while I'm doing the teaching, but I got to do the sound because it is time for Bible Baloney Beatdown. Hello. Hello. It's now time for David Spoon's Bible Baloney Beatdown. Bible Baloney Beatdown. I'll knock your brains out of your head, Annie. <laughs> I can't believe I'm allowed to do that. I love that. Anyhow, uh, Bible Baloney Beatdown has to do with the kingdom of God. So there are people that go, well, you know, in Scripture, there's so many contradictions. Like, what about when Jesus said, if you're for me, uh, then you're not you're not against me. If you're against me, you're not for me. And they kind of mix it all up and so on and so forth. Let me just help out and just kind of set the record straight, keeping it simple. There are two. Now watch what I'm going to sh- I'm going to show you. There are two. Okay, watch. Somewhere between 1 and 3. There are two. Okay, here you go one more time. There are two kingdoms. Now I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind when I say this. There is the kingdom of God. Right? Everybody would agree. Okay, got it. Seek first the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, and then there is any other attempted kingdom. There is the kingdom of God, and then there's any other attempted kingdom. The kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of men, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. There's the kingdom of God and all the other ones, okay? Or, and they're all just wrapped up into one thing. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdoms that are not the kingdom of God. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all it is. Luke chapter 9, verse 49 through 50, John responded, Master, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow us. Verse 50, don't stop him, Jesus told him, because whoever is not against you is for you. Keeping this in context, the person is not opposed. This is very important. The person is not opposed, but for the kingdom of God. He's not neutral. He's a kingdom advancer. He's somebody that is advancing the kingdom, casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. And John is like, well, he's not one of us. Okay, that's a whole separate sermon, a whole separate issue, which I'm sure your pastor has taught on many times, and that is the last thing that you need are a whole bunch of more people just like you or just like me. We need people to be like Jesus, and they don't need to follow us exactly. They need to follow Jesus, and I don't want to have – I don't want to reproduce a thousand me's. I want people reproducing being Jesus because I'm not going to do anything, but people who are more like Jesus, they make a difference. And in context, this person was advancing the kingdom by driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. He's a kingdom advancer. The David Spoon Experience. 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. As we get ready, we get ready. What did I say? We get ready. Let me make sure this is the one I want to do. We get ready for our trivia question. Here you go. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. All right. Which of the 11 disciples was not with the other disciples when the risen Jesus appeared to them on the evening of the day he rose? Okay? Okay. Now, I'm going to I'm going to give you a little bit of there's a, there's a direct answer, but there's also another answer. I, I, but but use the most obvious answers, not a trick question. Trick question will come later. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So just going back to it, which of the 11 disciples was not with the other disciples when the risen Jesus appeared to them on the evening of the day he arose? If you think you know the answer, like you're feeling it. Oh, yeah, I know this one. You can call us at 972-445-0770. As far as we know, you will not receive an electric shock, as far as we know. Uh, also, you can text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Of course, somebody's calling. And then website, uh, website, email, it, it, it takes a while for me. Email david at hemustincrease.org. If you feel safer doing it that way, you are welcome to do it that way. Okay? Those are all okie-dokie as far as I'm concerned. All right, we're going to get to the person. Somebody's getting ready to answer. I do want to give you another chance for those that are listening to. I don't want you to have to. i got to hurry. i got to hurry. Relax, because we're going to do our DNA first. So then we'll answer the question. But the question was straightforward. Which of the 11 disciples, so we already got Judas out of the picture, right? Which of the 11 disciples, I thought that was funny that Eric was the only one that caught that, uh, was not uh, with the other disciples when Jesus appeared to them in the evening on the day he arose. Before we get there, let's just do our DNA because I did find out this morning. I found out this morning, okay? That on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of next week, there's going to be new news. So I just want everybody to be ready for it. Here's your DNA to handle it. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. <laughs> Chris is like, you know how old that joke is, Dave? It's about as old as when the Dead Sea was still sick. That's how old. <laughs> is that a good one? <laughs> uh, draw closer to the Lord daily Every day that ends with Y And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words Never be ashamed The world wants you to be ashamed You don't want to be like the world Don't do that And then A Always be ready To, to serve To serve Why? Because that means that your heart Your mind is not just focused on yourself That's a brilliant idea You're sensitive to what the Lord may want to do That's a brilliant idea And you're aware of other people and their needs that also is a brilliant idea. All right, uh, let's go to the person ready to answer the trivia question. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello? 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 Did I hit it right? Are we there? Okay, hold on. Hello? Oh, I guess. Well, 
You know, that's that's the line I used to use, by the way, with my mom. I'm just going to say this to you real quickly. My mom and I would be talking, and you could tell she was going, like, uh, you know, way too far over. Now, just listen to what I'm saying, because my mom and I have had a fantastic relationship. And I would say, Mom, my voice is going to sound strangely like a dial tone, but you just keep talking. <laughs> that's, that's what I used to say to my mom. <laughs> nice. What a nice guy. Okay, here, they're calling back now. So uh, it was just a little phone hiccup. It happens. You have a phone. It goes, <coughs> okay, so now we'll put them back on. on. <laughs> Did you like that? My voice is going to sound like strangely like a dial tone, but just keep talking. It's funny. All right, we ready? Trying it again? Here we go. Ring. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is actually Joy Ann and Cordelia. We're going to get it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> hello, ladies. I, Wonderful to have you call the show. And hello. I, I was going to answer the question, too. All right. And so give let, a testimony. Let's, let's do that. Let's do the question first. Which of the 11 disciples was not with the other disciple when the risen Jesus appeared to them on the evening of the day he arose? Thomas. That is correct! You are right! <laughs> Thomas was not there. Poor guy. Still has the worst rep out of any of them. Everybody else has got this reputation, this reputation. Thomas's reputation is doubting. That's such a bummer. That's terrible. Right. I know, I know. He's probably That's up in heaven going, hey, hey, it wasn't that bad. Hey. All right. Anyway, uh, excellent yeah. job there. What else you got to share with us? Okay, well, the Lord has been so good to me. First of all, my sister Joy had been um, had gotten surgery on her tooth, and um, she actually had a hole in there, too, believe it or not. But anyway, uh, she got COVID, um, I believe, because of it. And, um, and, and, and then one day she was showing me how swollen it was inside, and I, I was just so concerned for her and just started praying for her. And praying that the COVID will go away. And at the same time, I was hoping I wouldn't get it, you know. But Yeah. Um, and yes. So anyway, but she had was trying to help my brother and a sister-in-law who both had COVID the week prior to that. And I believe that's how she had gotten it, even though she had it two years back. But, you know, she caught it again. And so anyway, the, the Lord was so good when she showed me, like, uh, the next two days, she started getting better, and it was going down. The Lord answered my prayers. I was just so excited, and so far, he uh, he was keeping me well, so that was just such a blessing, and of course, I, I couldn't go to work for my pe- people because, you know, I had to tell them my sister had COVID, and and so I got a little vacation because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a rest anyway. But anyway, um, and and then I took a test. Um, you no, know, right after she was five days after she was better, I had to take a test. You know, but I didn't get the test back until like Sunday. But anyway, it was it was negative. But anyway, I I told my people oh, I don't have a temperature though, so I can come. She said, you know, so I came anyway to work without me getting results of the test. But I want to thank the Lord for that, and I want to also thank Him about my eyes, because my um, I 
I couldn't get glasses at the time. My sister was able to get glasses a year ago, a year ago because there was problems with my eyes. But she gave me eye vitamins, and I've been taking them, and they got better. And this time, when I went to another doctor, he was able to prescribe glasses for me, and they are so beautiful and nice. And the Lord is so good to help my eyes to get better, so I can have glasses. And anyway, that is amazing. <laughs> you are you are blessed. So first of all, the Lord put a bubble on you. That's kind of nice. Nice to have a little a little divine bubble action going on there. Stay away, COVID. Stay away. Not coming near me. Bye bye. That's awesome. And then praying for her and having her get better, and then having your eyes get better, and having you come back negative. You uh, you you're really doing good. You're having a good score. I should I should hang out with you. <laughs> yes, but you know, one more thing, okay. you know, like she told you, she got a new car, or almost new car, but um, our cars kept breaking down, and, you know, I have like a 99 um, the Acura, you know, and it, it was kind of breaking down at times. It's fixed now, but anyway, somebody was so nice to give her a car that worked good, and she doesn't have to keep trying to fix her van, so... <laughs> This is a that was a big blessing because now we have a good working car too, and and we're praying for Samson's brother to get the right car because we know how it feels not to have a car, and you know I went through that years ago when I had a little car crash, and then I got my Acura. The Lord had it; um, it was there on the street when I went to work one day. I kept saying I saw this car for sale. I kept saying. I wonder why nobody's buying that beautiful car. And I, I said to my person at work, his, her husband, I says, um, Ethel, why isn't somebody not buying that car? And then he says, do you like that car? And I said, well, it's a beautiful car. And then he he said he would chip in money for me to get that car. And that's how I got my Acura. That's awesome. <laughs> I had it for like Boy, oh boy, oh boy. People, I'm telling yeah. you, you need to hang out with people. They are just they just need right. to have a little bit of the Cordelia touch right there, right? Right, yeah. So see <laughs> the Lord can the Lord will provide for Samson brother. There's a car out there waiting for him, so we're praying for him. Amen. And, Excellent. Yes, okay. And we're praying for Juliana Jared. We've been praying for her and we've yeah. been praying for Noah. We hope she's rested today that she's getting yeah, yeah, she's she's not okay. rest. we'll say she survived but she's fried we'll say that that's oh, the way to oh, say it <laughs> oh, okay all right okay excellent okay. testimony okay. Thank you. okay bye. great great job bye-bye wow this is a cordia she got like testimony after testimony after testimony I'm telling you, that is that's some blessing going on in that family right there. The Lord is putting his favor on them and they're having that take place. Wow, just absolutely fantastic. Uh oh yeah, be praying for my wife. She is I mean, she still has to be at work today. She's fried. <laughs> she she came home. We had a big hug of moment. I gave her a chance to vent. Let's just leave that there. <laughs> uh, but she did fantastic because she's fantastic. All right. Great testimony. I love it when you guys call and give testimonies. I don't care if we run late, do whatever. It's awesome. Always do that. I'd rather hear the things that God is doing than hear me teaching about things because God's testimonies amongst his people gives courage and faith to everybody else. That's important. All right. We'll take a break. Then we'll come back. 
tons to do. Don't hesitate to call in, by the way. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. As promised, we are going to now uh, have our interview with the Apostle Peter. We were fortunate uh, enough to have an interview uh, a couple weeks back with an angel from heaven, and now we've been given permission from the powers on high to go ahead and have an interview with the Apostle Peter. Peter, thank you so much for uh, taking the time for whatever's going on there in the heavenly realms and uh, talking to us. Well, Dave, you're welcome. I'm real glad to see that people are carrying on the work of loving our Lord Jesus Christ and advancing the kingdom. And I'm very, very, very pleased to see that the radio station is moving forward in advancing the Lord Jesus Christ in his lordship, both in uh, personal lives and in corporate lives. It's a great thing for me to see. Well, thank you, Peter. Uh, that's great. And uh, so I guess I want to ask you some basic questions. I'm really breaking this uh, interview down into two separate sections. The first section is kind of before the resurrection, and the second section is kind of after the resurrection, after the ascension. Okay, Dave, that'll be fine. I know exactly what you're trying to accomplish here. Uh, probably unknown to you is that uh, we know exactly where this is going. Well, Peter, I don't want to say that that's kind of scary, but okay. Here's uh, my first question to you, sir. Uh, what are you absolutely the most proud of as a disciple and as an apostle of Jesus Christ? Well, David, that's a great question. The thing that I am absolutely the most proud of was the moment that Jesus asked all of us to identify who he really was. And it was at that moment that I was able to say that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. That's the actual rock that the church has been built on. I think some people thought that the rock might have been me myself, but it was my confession that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It is that statement of faith that the church has been built upon and that the gates of hell have never nor will ever prevail against. The David Spoon Experience. 